Okay, just a couple disclaimers before I get into the actual meat of this segment. Uh, one, even though it's probably extremely noticeable right off the bat, um, I do, by federal law, have to disclose that I am not a mental health professional. I am not um, a social worker. I am not a um, medical healthcare professional. I am a man with a master's in social work uh, talking about my experience with what's what I'm going to talk about. Um, also, this is a disclaimer slash trigger warning about what's going to be contained in this uh, segment. This segment is going to contain uh, talks about suicide, self-harm, suicidal ideations, and um, just mental health um you know, issues and um, mental health awareness. Um, If those topics disturb you, if you're disturbed by talking about it, if you're disturbed by hearing others talk about it, this may not be the segment for you. Um, That doesn't mean, you know, unsubscribe. I do have plenty of other uh, videos on YouTube and... um, other podcast episodes and segments that I will be posting um, that deal with things that aren't as grim as what I'm about to talk about. Um, But what I'm about to talk about needs to be talked about, obviously. So um, also one other thing, it's basically really just about scheduling. I, um, this is not a normal episode schedule for me. Because right now it is 4 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday morning. Um, I will be uploading an episode today at some point. I believe I said 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern Standard. I'm going to try to get it on before 4.30. Um, No promises, but definitely by 4.30. Um, And I think that's it. Also, um, one other thing, if I ever have sponsors, well, sorry, if I ever have sponsors on my YouTube videos or my, or my, um, podcast episodes or segments, I will disclose that. You know, if I, if I am reviewing a product and I'm being sponsored by that company to review the product, I will disclose that. I won't disclose how much they're paying me. I will not disclose any personal information. Normally, in a sponsorship, you sign what's called a non-disclosure agreement or NDA that bars you from disclosing any information anyhow. But I will disclose any activity of sponsorship if it occurs. Uh, That's basically all I wanted to say. Um, again, I will post the trigger warning in the description of this segment so that 
people don't have to listen to this segment if they don't feel comfortable listening to it. Again, thank you, and let's get into the podcast. So I just came to a chilling realization that according to bluehelp.org, which is an organization that was created to support police officers around the country, um, more than 150 men and women that were in the law enforcement career field uh, committed suicide this past year from the beginning of June of 2020 to uh, last reported on November 21st of 2020. Um, That number may not seem big, but when we're talking about suicide, any number is big because this should just not be happening. And of course, it's easy to say, oh, well, so-and-so did it for such and such a reason. Um, However, mental health, especially thoughts of suicide, um... And suicidal ideations and self-harm. And things like body image and, um, you know, thoughts of not being good enough. From personal experience, I can tell you, as well as someone who is currently in the process of getting their master's in social work, I can tell you from personal experience that... That subject in particular of mental health is not that black and white. There is a lot of gray area when dealing with mental health in general. But especially when it comes to to taking one's own life or or um, harming oneself, I, I'll come right out and say it. I have had issues in the past. I am currently battling my own inner demons. Um, I have not attempted suicide in three and a half years. Um, I do, however, unfortunately have a, well, about a six inch scar on my left forearm that will never heal properly due to a botched suicide attempt. Um, I was going through a lot. I was a young teen. I was, you know, I was, like I said, I was going through a lot. I lost my car. I lost my job. Lost friends. One of my friends had actually, um, committed suicide that year. Um, and I just felt like there wasn't a real reason for me to continue living. Um, I'm sorry, uh, this this segment isn't supposed to be about me. Um, it's supposed to be about police officers. Um, yeah, but 150 men and women who have taken their own lives. Think about that for a minute. These men and women risk their lives every single day to protect the people of the city or state that they serve. 
It's just, it's, you know, they're standing there, you know, protecting these people who, who couldn't care less about them. You know, I'm not going to get into the riots that are happening right now. I'm not going to get into any, you know, controversy surrounding the Breonna Taylor and George Floyd deaths. I'm not going to get into the stigma that all cops are racist. I'm not doing that in this episode. That's for maybe another episode down the line. But I do want to talk about, excuse me, these men and women who have felt so depressed, so so unsupported, so unloved, so unappreciated that they felt the need to take their own lives. Again, personal experience, I know how that feels. And I'm sure a lot of you out there know how that feels too. It's um It's tiring to keep going when you feel like you're not wanted and when you feel like you can't make a difference in the world. It's tiring. It takes a huge toll on you emotionally, mentally, physically. It just, it takes a huge toll on you. And some people, unfortunately, take it to to extremes. Some people don't know that there are other options out there. Some people, you know, some people feel like they have, like I said, like they have no other option. And feeling like that is the worst feeling in the entire universe. That you, the feeling that you want to die and that if you died, not a lot of people would care. Because, you know, some people, I'm not going to speak for all people. Because, you know, I, I, this is how I thought. Not all people think the same way. But some people will think irrationally in the moment and, and pick up that razor blade or pick up that that gun or pick up that rope or, you know, some people will just irrationally do something quick in the moment and then think, you know what, I have reasons to live. I have people who love me. I may not love myself right now, but I can get help and I can, I can, um, you know, I can, I can survive this. This doesn't define me. That's not how I thought. I really wanted to end my life. And the reason I'm recording this segment about police officers in particular is because three years ago, um, I was standing on a highway overpass on the other side of the guardrail I was standing there for maybe 45 minutes and then I heard sirens and then I 
I just, I didn't want to talk to anyone. The paramedics were the first on the scene. They tried to talk to me, you know. Strangers on the street were nice enough to even come up and ask me what was wrong. I just, I didn't want to talk about it. I just wanted it to be over. And then, about 20 seconds later, a police officer, a state trooper actually, um, he just was walking over to me slowly. I saw him. I, I kept asking him. I was in tears. I said, please just go away. Just go away. I don't want to do this anymore. I know you're going to try to talk me out of it. Just go away. And he's like, I'm not going to try to talk you out of anything. I was confused. But what I didn't know is that he had been through the same thing himself. You know, he had maybe not physically been on the edge of a highway overpass, but mentally and emotionally, he said he had been there in high school. Mind you, this man was 30, maybe 35. He said he had been there. He said... um in high school, he had had some mental health issues, um, you know, that he was currently struggling with mental health issues. You know, he talked to me like I was a human being. He didn't treat me like a statistic, you know, and that's what we need from police officers is the support. And that man supported me, so I need to re- support people like him the people who risk their lives every day to save others. So if you or someone you know that is in the law enforcement career that is having a mental health crisis or going through anything, please contact bluehelp.org. That's B-L-U-E-H-E-L-P dot O-R-G. Uh, you can also find their contact information in on the resource page of um, Mentality Incorporated. You can go to www.usmentality.com slash resources, and you will see um, Blue Help. Thank you so much for your time. And again, please, please know that if you're feeling this way, you're not going to feel this way forever. I promise you.